Whoa. You know how Whoa. in the um, in the control center, the uh, like media picker where you can switch to like AirPods or your speakers? Yeah. Why? Wait. What the fuck? Hello. Is Hello? you pizza slicing? I'm about to. What? No. I'm about to pizza slice. Are you mobile? Uh, yeah, I was. I was grabbing. Uh, I was grabbing a little Coke Zero. You know, I'm hearing a lot of jingling and jangling. Yeah, I was grabbing a little Coke Zero, getting that fake sugar cup. You know. Okay. How many calories is that? Uh. You know, it's zero, but maybe they're lying to me. Uh, that's a big spender you get right there. Could be a government conspiracy. Change Brita filter. Um, my all right. Well, are you are you good? You set up. You got your 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 podcasting set up. All good to go. Oh yeah, you know me. I got a real good podcasting setup. It's an iPhone eight. Uh, I mean, you got an iPad too. You could you could post that up. No, no, no. I use an iPhone. Beep, beep. Well, I mean, second screen, Jesse. Uh, I'm not rich. You have, but you have a second screen. I mean, yeah. This is going to be a great start. Yeah, I think it's going well. You could probably hear me opening up that Coke Zero. Do you do you find the uh, Wi-Fi acceptable at your uh, new domicile? Uh, it's okay. Oh, that's Whoa. weird. Wait, hold on. For some reason it went through my um, my earpiece. I mean, I guess I could do that. Pretend we're on a phone call. Are uh, you using that uh, PlayStation earpiece? <laughs> I don't really know how that happened or why it's doing this. Um, hello, Stevie, old boy. That's so weird. I don't know what. What's good with that? I mean, the audio levels sound fine, but for some reason, um, you're coming out of earpiece. Is it, uh, so is it pizza time, Jesse? It's always pizza time. <laughs> uh, all right. So, it's been a while. Uh, like, no, mid, mid-May, I think, is when we did our last one. Yeah, that probably sounds right. I mean, I just recorded a podcast for myself, like, for the first time in, like, three weeks. I saw that, man. You beat me to market. Yeah. I'm really competing with you on the marketplace of ideas, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, this says April 20... Wait, no, never mind. That's the first one. May 16th. Yeah, so so mid-May. Um, I think I got that out late as well because um, we were talking about, like, graduation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Graduation was, like, was the week yeah, before. it was, like, right before I was about to graduate. Yeah, same. A few days before, something like that. Yeah. Um... But let's. What the fuck is it? Docs. Yo, you're gonna dox me, bro? Let's let's jump right into this. Um, yeah. So Billy D. Is that you? You've been filled in, bro. Thanks. Um, you you moved out. You you're now in Texas. Teos. Yes, I am. Doing Texas things, and by that, still not finding a job. Well, I mean, you're still in the process of. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're in the dog. I see your little cursor. That's cute. Yeah, I just opened it on my phone because, I mean, I can do both at the same time. It's fine. I suppose it's you cool. could. Yeah, I mean, it's nicer to have I didn't feel like grabbing anything. Bigger else, screen. You, know? don't, don't, you have an iPad, though. Why not, why not that? You know, that would require me to move a little bit, you know? All right. That's, 
that's asking a lot of me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So you moved out. How how was that? I mean, it was fine. the The movers that came, I was the only one there um, when the movers came, and like they tried to scam us out of more money. What? How? They were just like basically like all these like just bullshit charges that were not really a thing. Mm. Um, but we got out of it anyway. But like, yeah, they tried to like scam us out of more money. Um, and you know, I mean, the stuff got here fine, mm-hmm. although it took a while to get here for some reason. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not even really, we even really unpacked the stuff because there's just like not that much room. Cause like a lot of our stuff is just sitting in this one bedroom that we're like staying in. So like okay. trying to put more stuff in here. Yeah. Bad idea. <laughs> so I haven't even really unpacked much. I mean, we're hoping to only be here for like a few months. So right. In terms of living here, but yeah, I mean, moving out went fine. The drive was long, but I've done it before. Yeah. So, you know. All right. Um, and you guys, you, t- you guys took a stop in uh, Chicago. Well, not really a stop, I guess. You, you headed towards Chicago first before um, uh, going to Texas. Yeah, very much planned stopped Chicago. Right, yeah. How was that? Like a graduation present. It was good. We didn't do too much, actually, in Chicago mm-hmm. because we really didn't have that much time. Yeah just exhausted from traveling i mean beyond like eating like some good food in chicago i didn't actually do very much we went to like the bean and stuff like that but we didn't really go very far much from where we were at our hotel um just due to lack of time really um but you know ate chicago pizza as you're supposed to do and saw hamilton which was really great oh you went to uno's Uh Oh yep, of course. That's where you gotta go. You go to who knows? You know, that's that's the real Chicago pizza. Uh-huh. Um, that's the only good kind. No, we went to this really cool Italian restaurant that was like the oldest Italian restaurant in Chicago, supposedly. Okay. I don't know if that's I mean they could just be claiming that. Sure. They could be totally lying yeah. to me. Um but that was really good. It was a really cool restaurant. Nice. Um Yeah, no, Chicago's a cool, cool city. I've always really liked Chicago from when I was there for like a whole three months before. <laughs> and now this is the first time I've been there since. Yeah, true. Um, but no, it's a cool city and Hamilton is a really cool show. So that was all, that was all good. Yeah. yeah it's good stuff. Yeah. We, we, you know, um, we saw Hamilton roughly around the same time as you did. Uh, we saw mm-hmm. it in Rochester. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, I don't know how, how into the soundtrack you were, but like, from the from the start, uh, it was it was a, a really um, I don't know I, I can't think of any non cliche way to say this but like it was like a really exciting experience to just to be there like from from the opening number I just had like goosebumps I was like oh my god this is amazing and like the show was was really good like every every uh, everyone in the cast or company or whatever was um, a really good singer and um, it was uh, it was amazing I feel like like one one notable um actor i remember was uh which one's hamilton's wife eliza yeah Eli- yeah eliza hamilton was like really good she sounded like exactly like the um original eliza from the um uh broadway recording or whatever but yeah it was it was awesome and um 
like it didn't even feel it was like what like two hours or something it didn't even feel like that it just like blew mm-hmm. by just because i was so yeah it's such a fast-paced show too honestly it just keeps going it doesn't really stop yeah and it, and it helps if you know like the soundtrack and like you, mm-hmm. you kind of you know you have a feeling of where where you are in the show and how much time you have left but yeah and I, and I really didn't really for me because i haven't actually listened to the whole thing through or anything like that i just heard some of the songs since carolyn had seen it before okay and she was like obsessed with it, so I had mostly just heard it like in the background and stuff. I didn't, I didn't really go out of my way to listen to it very much. Maybe like a little bit. I listened to the first few songs, mm-hmm. but not really. I just kind of decided to go in mostly blind because I just thought that's the way I wanted to see it. So, um, but I mean, there's some people who say the Chicago cast is even better than the original cast. Really? I guess. Yeah, that's what people have said. Um, and uh carolyn obviously she never saw the original yeah. like broadway show but she's listened to the recording with lynn manuel miranda and she thinks that all the chicago cast is better except for the uh the two roles that david diggs does he, uh she thinks he does it better than the person in the chicago cast because he's just a better rapper i guess is that is that lafayette and um uh and jefferson yeah okay yeah i got you all right um yeah i mean um my i went with I went with Sarah and I went with my brother and sister-in-law and my sister-in-law um, I think was in a similar situation as you. I think she wanted to get through the soundtrack before uh, going to see the show, but she didn't really have a chance to. Um, and after seeing the show live, she was like hooked to the soundtrack and she was already listening back to the show, um, which I think is a lot to take in. And I mean, I think it's, a, it's, I had a different experience from my first listen through because I remember there was a lot of hype around Hamilton and I still got pretty late to it. I think I started listening in like 2017 or something and I, I listened to the the soundtrack and I was falling asleep um, the first time through. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why people think this is so great. Um, but, you know, after a couple times through, um, I, you know, really got to appreciate the show. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's good that you and uh, my sister-in-law were able to, uh, get into the show on a first listen, uh, which is yeah. Cool. I don't think it's necessary to listen through it, honestly. Like I don't, and I I looked it up online to see like what people thought, and basically people were giving it was very like divided. Okay, of, like people giving different answers of yeah, you should listen to the whole thing thoroughly before, and then there were people yeah. like, nah, you can go in blind and you'll be like fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, like it, it almost feels like listening to it. Like obviously, it's not really spoilers because it's like history, but. It just feels like for me, I like the idea of going into most things like that blind or like movies and stuff mm-hmm. and like things like that where I'm just like, I don't really want to know a whole lot before, especially if I know I'm already going to it or if I know I'm already interested. Right. So I was just like, I would rather just go in and be like, well, this is my first time experiencing this. Yeah, I feel you. Um, in terms of movies, I, I definitely agree that like going in blind is um, is great. I mean, that... Um, as you know, I don't I don't watch many movies, but I think the last movie that I went in blind that I ended up really enjoying. Well, uh, last the last movie at like a movie theater I went in blind that I really enjoyed was um, Arrival. Um, I, I I like that. I mean, I don't know how you feel about the movie, but I, I really enjoyed. I'm not that. actually a big fan of it. No, okay. Um, I watched it on Hulu on like some off time, like I don't know a year or two ago. Yeah, and it was just so like overhyped as a movie i think and then when i watched it i was like 
this is okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I, I didn't get caught in, into that hype. So um, I, I was just out and a friend was like, hey, do you want to see this movie? I was like, what's this about? And he's like, space. That's all I'm going to say. I was like, all right, cool. Um, and I, I feel like I'm kind of into that genre of movie. Like, I know it's it's not quite like The Prestige, but it's like this weird, like, time fuckery thing. Um and I was yeah. I, was I mean, really it's like that. it's like kind of like complex, like it's like hard complex science fiction. Yeah, like what it is. Like it's sort of in the reign of stuff like uh, Blade Runner, where it's like this very complicated, uh, challenging type of movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually pretty sure the person who directed Arrival also directed the new Blade Runner movie. Okay. Um. So like he works in that genre pretty consistently. I see. Of making science fiction, Arrival was first and then he did blade runner 2049 which is really good but Mm. um yeah it's kind of just like hard sci-fi challenging Mm sci-fi it's not like star wars which is like fun and just kind of more fantasy than sci-fi and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and more adventure type of thing um would would you so i mean it sounds like you would recommend blade runner then because i i haven't seen i haven't seen either of them there's, there's yeah, an old watch, one and a new one. You definitely have to watch the original. Okay. Um, I mean, I could see how you could you could definitely watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine as its as its own movie. Yeah. Um, but watching the original Blade Runner is definitely important, especially because Harrison Ford is in both of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's n- he's not the main character of twenty forty nine. Okay. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character is, but mm. um, yeah, they're both like really good movies mm. and um. Yeah, no, they're just both really good. Yeah, they're just really good science fiction movies. Yeah, I actually didn't like Blade Runner the first time I watched it. The first time I watched it, I was like, I don't get what this is. <laughs> okay, but like it stuck with me, and like literally a week later, I was like, I want to watch this again and try to like get this a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And the second time I watched it, it really uh, hit me really well. Like mm-hmm. that this is like a really good movie. And yeah, then yeah. somehow the Blade Runner sequel was good when I when they. When they announced that they were doing another Blade Runner movie, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you make another Blade Runner movie? Yeah. Because, like, it just seemed like they were trying to cash in on a movie that kind of became a cult classic for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is so stupid. But, you know, Blade Runner 2049 bombed, so it didn't really work out for them monetarily anyways. Oh, it bombed? But you said you liked the movie? Oh, yeah. It was was really good, Blade Runner 2049. But... um, yeah, it didn't do well at the box office. As mm-hmm. far as I know, I don't. I don't think it did very well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not surprised. It's not exactly a movie people go out and see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into this more later. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely trying to expand my horizons or whatever by watching more movies because uh, you know I have a history of not really watching any movies, um, and uh, you know I'm trying to watch more. Uh, but like related to that. Um, the, the the last movie that I saw not in theaters that I knew like really nothing about was um, Get Out actually, uh, and I just saw that like a couple months ago, I, uh, like holiday season twenty eighteen or something, um, mm-hmm. and like yeah, I had no idea what this movie was about, but like I was with some friends and they kept like referencing it and they were just like let's watch this movie and I was like okay, um, and I really had no idea what I was expecting, but like that also was just like. Um, I don't know that that movie was very like mind bendy and uh, yeah, really really captivated me uh, and yeah, it's really good and like part part of the like I guess I'm kind of concerned of like being caught up in the hype again because I know that um, 
the, uh, there's like another movie by the same director of Get Out uh, that just came out recently. Uh, they're different. They're they're different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely different. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I know you gave like initial impressions on um your your other podcast, so and it didn't sound like uh, relatively positive. So um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not rushing to to see that. I mean, it's not really in theaters anymore. But um... yeah, I think it just actually came to iTunes. Oh, did it? Um, yeah, I mean, Us is just like a really different movie. There's some people who really didn't like it. Um, I would say I liked it, but I think Get Out is a more interesting movie. Yeah. It has more to say than Us, whereas Us is like a really weird kind of horror comedy, actually. Okay. There was a shocking amount of comedy in it, which when I saw the trailer, like, I didn't expect there to be like a lot of humor in it. Okay. But like, there was like it's a really tonally strange movie Mm -hmm. and i kind of like it because it's sort of bold and weird because it just decides to make jokes whenever it wants to (laughs) even though what things are supposed to be serious and i'm like this is really weird yeah um it's a really weird movie with a weird concept Mm -hmm. but it's definitely worth watching it was and it's it jordan peele's an interesting director yes His whole and he's doing the Twilight Zone show, and that's really interesting. Hmm. I mean, he's doing a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna just look something up real quick. Anchor. Audio. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. Uh, speaker. I just. I'm just. I don't know if I can get used to this sound coming out of the earpiece. So I'm gonna try to see why this is happening. Uh, app. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. Podcast. Is there really nothing about this? Probably not. I don't know how popular this app is in all actuality. Recording tips with microphone compatibility. Make your own podcast. Anchor offers everything you need in a podcast. How do I record? Uh, uh, like, what do I need to do? I'm not outputting to, like, an odd device. Oh! Okay, I don't... That is very unintuitive. Pick up... Whoa. You know how in the, um, in the control center, the, uh, like, media picker, where you can switch to, like, AirPods or your speakers? Yeah. Why? Wait! What the fuck? What? Say something. Hello. Huh. I guess. Huh. What? what? Uh, all right. What have you done? I don't. Okay, so I don't know, and I, I might just I might just keep it on this screen. But so okay, I'll repeat that again. So, do you know how in the apps control center, uh, you know, there's the media control. You can switch between like play out of your iPhone speakers or to your AirPods. Yeah. So. The only way that I can tell right um, to switch to the iPhone like earpiece in when you're recording with Anchor is to do that same song and dance and switch your source from speaker to iPhone. Um, And I thought that fixed the problem, but now there's like a bug on my phone or something. I don't know um, that if I dismiss that window because I switched from iPhone to speaker. But if I, like, dismiss that window and go back to the call, it'll just, like, automatically switch back to the iPhone earpiece. So hmm. now I'm just going to stay on this screen, I guess, so that I can uh, continue to pizza slice because this feels more natural than the weird phone call. Um, 
I guess we both need to just buy mics. Is that what we're learning today? <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah. You're at this point. You're in uh Teos. How is that? Yep. Teos, as you know, also known as uh Texas. Mm. Or the or the great the great country of Texas. Yeah, no, I mean Texas is nice. Um, I definitely like it down here more than uh, Rochester. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot more to do here. There's a lot of stuff to do here because being in DFW, I mean, there's like, there's just a lot of things here because there's so many damn people. The only bad part is the traffic. Yeah. Um, it's very congested traffic around here because of the amount of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of different things to do. There's a lot of great movie theaters. There's a lot of good food. Um, the only uh, the only thing that I need to do is uh, uh, find a job. That would be great. Um, I'm trying. Yeah. Still submitting more applications. Yeah. And uh, going to, I've already gone to two job fairs, but nothing so far. Right. So that sucks. Well, but... well, I mean, you said you heard from one school district, right? But that was pretty far away. Yeah, it was in Waco, which is two hours. And I emailed them. I was like, can I do an, would an interview after June 13th be cool? And they never replied back. So I don't know what that's about. It's been two days. So I don't know. I might just need to wait longer. But mm. um, and also like principals and stuff are not really totally in their office right now or anything like that. So that's probably the reason I'm not getting a response immediately. Sure. But it was just weird because he reached out to me yeah. and um, like asked, hey, you want to do an interview? And I, I wanted to do it after June 13th because there's another job fair okay. on June 13th. So in case I get hired in this area, yeah. I would rather stay here. Um, you know, I wouldn't even bother going two hours away for a job interview. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, just waiting on that stuff. Hmm. Do you know how like do you know how high school or like school uh, pr- primary education in general works like in the Texas area? Um, Cause uh, I-, I guess I'm asking because um, recently I've been getting uh, familiar with like how school works in the area where I am, like around like the Fairfax County in Northern Virginia. Um, it's a lot different from how it was for us like when we were growing up in upstate western new york or whatever um because what i'm seeing or what i'm hearing and being told around here by like coworkers and stuff is that school for them it kind of like ends in may or i should say at least like seniors like around uh by the time like may is getting towards like the end of the month um seniors are more or less just like not coming to school anymore um, one of my coworkers is telling me that, um, uh, cause she has a son who is a senior. Uh, he has friends who have been gone for like, um, like the past two weeks because their parents have taken them out on like graduation trips and going to Aspen or something. I don't know. We're in a very, okay. we're in a very affluent area, uh, in, in, Nor- well, yeah. as you know, Northern Virginia is, you know, a lot of wealthy people in here. Uh, actually fun fact, um, <laughs> Loudoun County, which is our, our neighbor, is apparently the wealthiest uh, county in the United States. And pe- people say Fairfax is second, but I've seen that, I've seen that, you know, move around. I mean, it's still probably within the top 10 or top five, I would yeah, say. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. 
uh, the, the, the metrics for these are calculated through like uh, median income or something. And when I was looking at Loudoun County, yeah. I think median income is like, I want to say it was over a hundred thousand, which is crazy. Um, but you also kind of need it. What's that? To live there. You also kind of need a salary. Yeah. Um, that to live there. Loudoun. I, I mean, I don't really know. I'm still, again, I'm still getting familiar with like all the geographic locations, but Loudoun gets like farther out of DC. It's like, well, from, where, where I am, I'm like west of DC, and Loudon is like uh, northwest of that, so it's like farther away. But I mean, I think just like all areas in general are just getting super expensive. Like um, someone I know, someone else I know at work lives in like it's like Prince William County or something, which is like outside of or it's like south of Fairfax. And he told me that he moved to that area because Fairfax is too damn expensive. But like, I think at this point, she's like fucking everywhere is too expensive around here um yeah but uh yeah anyways going back going back to to fairfax county at least um yeah it sounds like seniors don't really do any more stuff and i think that might be part of like standardized testing because you know we went to school in new york so we had like the new york regents exams which, (laughs) which we would go into like june taking those exams and you know they weren't particularly hard they were pretty easy to to study for and still a lot of people failed uh lol um but like it doesn't seem to be a thing in virginia um so like they might have their own state tests yeah i i think i looked into it briefly there's like some but i think a lot of seniors at at this point uh don't take i I don't know yeah Yeah, like I, i was actually trying to think myself like when I was a senior in high school, I don't know if I took any regents exams. So I, I guess that kind of makes sense, but still, I don't even remember. I don't think I did either. Yeah. But still, it just sounds like maddening. Like to, to think like we, to think that we had classmates that just wouldn't show up. Like, I don't think that happened. And you know, that might've been, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Like, I, I mean, we, we also weren't in a super affluent area, but still, I don't know. Um, it's, it, it's super weird. So, I mean, that, that whole tangent was just to ask you, do you uh, know if uh, the school system in like Texas is uh, much different to like how it was your, how you were raised in New York or whatever? I mean, there's definitely differences. Uh, for one thing, it's definitely worse. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, like the scores in Texas and stuff, um, are pretty bad. Like a lot of students don't do well. Um, but they have standardized tests as well. And as far as I know, they also end at like the end of May and then they go back to school like around August sometime. Um, but yeah, they also, Texas has their own standardized tests, but I don't really know that much about them. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I will <laughs> right. soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, uh, all I really know is that the education is worse, especially in areas that aren't this area, because like the suburbs around here are really affluent. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the inner cities of like Dallas and Fort Worth are really not. So like those school districts aren't supposedly aren't that good. Um, but you know these suburban school districts are pretty decent around here but it's also pretty easy to become a teacher in this state so like you kind of get i think a lot of teachers that aren't that great so that probably doesn't help (laughs) yeah Hmm. that's rough um do a lot of people (laughs) do a lot of people in uh texas or at least where you are have uh noticeable accents 
No, not really. There's you, you know, you hear them here and there, mm-hmm. people with actual like Texas accents. But I think because so many people have moved to DFW for jobs and stuff, yeah. that there's just like a lot of people from random places who live here now, sure. like me, yeah, um, who have just moved down to DFW. I'm sure if um, I went outside of this area, I'd probably hear more because you know people aren't moving to like some random small town in Texas typically. So I think when it comes to like DFW and stuff, there's just a mishmash of a bunch of people who are also not from Texas here, but there are people who are from this area as well. But, you know, you don't, you hear it here and there, you hear like actual people have accents. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Very exciting. Cool, man. Um, anything else on Texas life? Uh had a lot of barbecue which probably isn't good for me you know probably gonna probably gonna die from that if i keep eating it you know do you do you plan, do you plan on dieting anytime soon when i'm not as broke yeah it's kind of hard when you're like pretty broke and you kind of just have to go with what is either fed to you or you go to mcdonald's because you have little money <laughs> that is a challenge to well when you are very broke i feel like what happened to burger king man you got to get the um impossible you burger. know what's crazy about that there's not a burger king in the, the town i'm in and there's actually there's not that many burger kings in general down here it's what? weird yeah it's really weird i was surprised like i looked it up and there's really not that many I guess it's just because there's so much, like, fast food down here with, like, Whataburger and, like, Jack in the Box and In-N-Out Burger that maybe Burger King is just like, we don't we don't need to be here that much. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. I was surprised. Yeah, there's not one in the town I'm in, and there's not that many near me. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to pull this up. I'm seeing one in, like, North Dallas. Yeah, when I looked it up, I only saw, like, three or four, like, show up that were, like, near my zip code and stuff. So, it was weird. But, I mean, I had my fill of Burger King while I was in college. You said pl- like, Plano? Are you in Plano? No. I'm, like, an hour away. Oh, sad. Plano's more of, like, a north suburb of Dallas, I'm pretty sure. It's a really nice area. Very expensive. But, um. Yeah, no, that's more, that's like almost a good hour away from me. Oh, you're like R- Roanoke, Virginia or something, right? Yep, Roanoke, Virginia. Nice. That's it. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, hold on. Are you looking for that transition? In an attempt to keep the ads more fresh, I guess, um, I'm just going to like start saying stuff now and put that into the ad read. Uh, unfortunately, due to how Anchor works, I don't think I can like have a unique ad for each episode because, you know, it's like you record the sponsorship and you drop it into your episode. Um, but that is one thing that I that I kind of appreciate with most podcasts that I listen to. Um, they don't they don't just record one ad and just drop it in because then it, it gets really like really repetitive. Um, like especially, you know, I, I, the, the one podcast that I follow the most is, um, uh, the accidental tech podcast or ATP. Uh, and I, I like that they have like unique ad ad slots every week. So I don't hear them say the same thing over and over again, even if every week they're sponsored by Linode or something, because, you know, it's, it's, 
at least at least it feels like it's being recorded new every time mm-hmm. but it's more or less the same script so i mean I, I guess i'll just do the same thing here and um we'll see how that goes um but yeah so where are we on this outline halfway through and uh look we're still in follow-up um <laughs> um oh boy uh, yeah i mean the the, the, the last... there's not that much left to talk about well yeah the last bit was just like and I, I don't even know how much of that we'll get through because like eh, it's old anyways um yeah the last bit um what i wanted to talk about was just like uh graduation and reflections on those or whatever um at least for me personally um i was i was going into that uh as more of like a formality and to just you know get get that over with but um uh you know i've met i've met a lot of people along the way um, as I was um, going to school and it was nice to see a lot of those people again to touch bases with them, you know, see what they're doing with their lives and um, seeing them probably one last time because I'll probably never see these people again. Um, but it was, um, uh, I guess my expectations um, were exceeded because I wasn't really expecting much from this graduation. Uh, and I had the chance to see a lot of people that I wasn't expecting to see. Um, and there's always something um strangely enjoyable of seeing some person that you had like one class with freshman year that you really connected with but didn't ever see again and they're like sitting next to you at graduation you're like oh wow hey how's it going like how are you doing friend (laughs) um so um that was um notable i guess and um something that i didn't really expect from graduation Uh, i was able to get a couple um photographs with um some people that I, I still do keep in touch with every so often as well as some photos with my family and all that. And it was an enjoyable time. Um, I don't know if uh, that experience was any different for you. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> not, I mean, it wasn't really exciting or anything. I yeah. didn't really make too many friends like throughout college. So like, I'm not sure. really super close with a lot of people mm-hmm. that I went to school with. And I mean, there, it was also a really tiny college. So I feel like, you know, I mean, you know people no matter what, like yeah. kind of acquaintances by default, because mm-hmm. like you've had classes with them and stuff, especially with all tiny campuses. But like, I wasn't really super close with too many people. So, mm. and there was a couple people I said like, you know, hi to. But I mean, honestly, like I didn't, I didn't really see too many people that I really wanted to talk to. <laughs> so, what about like, what about that boy Henry? He's in grad. He's uh, you're behind me. Oh, sad. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like. <laughs> A bunch of campus, I was already gone. It was just a senior class left. Yeah. Um, we just had, like, a week where I was just, like, finishing up packing and, like, waiting to just leave <laughs> um, and just sitting around. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was whatever. Graduation ceremony was pretty boring and dry and whatever. Mm. It was just whatever. <laughs> um, it, was, it, was, it was fine. <laughs> I got a lot of student debt, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a job. Things are things are going downhill. I'm just gonna go work at McDonald's. You got, you know? Yeah, you, you got you got a six month grace period to save all your pennies working at McDonald's. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't even start working until August as a teacher. <laughs> oh wow, I never even thought about that. That's like a yeah. severe disadvantage. Yeah, and like no matter what, like you know, I'm not. I, no one's gonna hire me for like two months, but. Beyond that, like, um, I'm still literally searching for the teaching job. So, yeah. 
I can't do much else besides try to search for the teaching job. That's right. kind of my one goal right now. Yeah. So that's all I'm doing. So it's, it's, it's not fun. It's not a fun time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, w- whether or not um, you, you want to get into this, you know, is up to you. But um, how, how has that experience been like? Has it been weighing heavily on you? Um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty anxiety-inducing. Right. Um, Because, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, there's still a lot of open positions left. But Mm -hmm. it's just not cool not hearing from anyone yet. Yeah. But I I also know that, like, you know, it can take a while to get hired. Especially because I feel like the hiring process is kind of slow. Because, like, they're not actively, like doing a lot because a lot of them just like the administration stuff have like time off yeah so like they're obviously doing some of the hiring process but they also are spending a lot of time not doing it because Mm -hmm. it's the summer (laughs) yeah so like i think it's a very slow and grueling process so like someone who's waiting for a job it's awful yeah um i mean literally only what today's like what june 6th or 7th or 7th so only like a week ago the teachers who are not coming back had to put in their like, hey, I'm not coming back next school year. So those positions are, like, opening up or they for sure know they have an opening Yeah, at school. So, like, you know, I feel like I'm hoping by the end of the month I'll finally have something situated. But I also don't even know that for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, the programs down here for, like, getting your teacher cert are, like, you could get hired, like, literally a month before the school year starts. So that's no yeah. fun. um yeah i mean obviously um i i'm coming from an entirely different uh position um and arguably my situation is probably a lot better than yours because teaching is grueling in america even though it's super important um so not not to um not to i I don't know i i I want i want to i'm gonna make so much money I want to be encouraging, but I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like, I don't know, speaking down to you from privilege or some shit like that. But, you know, um, you know, try to stay positive and uh, not not get so caught up in, in all those things, because, you know, I've definitely been there. Um, I started my job in January, mid-January, and I signed my offer letter in December 23rd. So it mine was also like, you know, fairly <laughs> last minute where I was kind of scrambling to... Um, figure things out and you know it's very fortunate that i'm in like a software type position yeah i was able to find something fairly quickly but um i i was definitely feeling like what am i gonna do if i graduate and don't have a job and i was like freaking out exactly Um, so uh yeah Yeah, it sucks for social studies because it's just like it's not the position that's needed the most yeah compared to like your science or your math where they desperately need those people or special education. And that's just around the entire country, not just Texas. They need those positions. They'll literally give those people signing bonuses, some districts. They'll give them like $5,000 just to be a teacher. Crazy. Because they desperately need them. Yeah. Whereas social studies, there's positions, but it's not as like dire for them because there's it's a little bit more saturated, I think. Um, mm. And... Uh, that just sucks. But I mean, there's, there, I mean, it's not like there's not a lot of positions there are, but it's just a matter of waiting for someone to actually contact me about a position. And yeah. it just sucks every time you go to a job fair and I've, I've done both. And every time like nothing comes of it, I'm just like, 
so like distraught after it sure yeah it's just like you go to this thing and you talk to like nine to ten schools for like a few hours and then you just leave and you know you hand out your resume but then they're just like we're kind of hiring but we're kind of not we're just like waiting to interview people and i'm like what what are you doing then (laughs) situation here (laughs) yeah um i mean again completely different position i'm coming from um and uh, probably speaking from some sort of privilege but i've also been in a similar position in terms of like career fairs and stuff like that because you know obviously i i am in a computing field and i have a software background but i feel um that i feel like the field that i'm in is super competitive and i don't feel like i had like the most um that like the highest leg up or whatever because there are so many kids around me that are like doing side projects and like working on things and are super passionate about this or that and it's it it always felt like a little uncomfortable whenever i'd like approach companies and i handed them my resume and i was like well i don't really have side projects um i'm qualified to do this code i've done internships please hire me because i always felt like there was always someone else that was like way more qualified than i was Mm -hmm. um so again, not like not a similar situation, but there's definitely like some some anxiety associated with that, and it always, it, like it, it, I don't know. I still I still don't really like career fairs and networking because it always just felt so like superficial, where it was always yeah. just like the same canned response, like oh yeah, like we'll definitely keep keep this and uh, we'll let you know if we yeah. have anything, and it's always like ah like yeah, that's that's all it really is, and I don't know if like really much is gonna come from them the ones that I went to, I just kind of feel like I was there. They happened, but it wasn't like, you know, I expected more out of it and I don't think I uh, got what I really wanted out of it. So it sucked, but it's just like, I've been like emailing principals and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. that's all you really can do is just submit applications and email. Like there's nothing really much else. I mean, you could call them, but I don't think they even want you to do that. (laughs) So yeah. It's a good um, time, you know. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I I hope I didn't I didn't get you down, but um, oh no, I mean it's only the constant waking inducing anxiety nightmare. It's fine. It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> All right. Uh. Well. Yeah. Just to 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 close this up, you know, I wish you the the best of luck and uh, hope something. Um. I hope we have something positive to talk about next time we we record uh, regarding this particular thing. But I mean, uh, from that we can we can move forward. No, I'm probably um, just going to stay in the podcasting industry. You know. All right. Yeah. Big gains. Capitalize on that sweet sweet revenue. Just make sure you stay uh, an open podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll be good. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Uh. What are we in time? Forty minutes. Am I in speaker now? What? What's happening? Hello? All right. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so last week was the last week was the first episode that I, that I said we were in Apple podcast. Um, so, so the, the, the last three episodes have been available on Apple Podcasts for a little while, uh, and obviously this one will be in Apple Podcasts once that uh, once this goes live, um, which has been nice because um, to just go through like statistics for our podcast, um, 
you know that's kind of related to uh not overcast um to anchor um anchor is um the easiest way to make podcasts <laughs> anchor um has some uh, analytics um built in uh where you can you know view view all that that stuff and it's um it's been super helpful now that we're actually an Apple podcast because that's where like a majority of our listenership has been coming from, which is good because um, that actually lets me know that people are listening, which is awesome. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to become, well, yeah, I'm not trying to become like super famous, but it, it's really, um, it really does feel cool to know that like I'm, I'm reaching people and they're actually sitting down and listening to me, or at least they're downloading the podcast. Um, I mean, so, you're the most um, famous podcaster in the world, but thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, so I appreciate um, any actual listeners. Um, so thank you people. Um, it's cool to the, the analytics will also show me where these listeners are coming from. Um, you know, it's, it's all, united states at this point um and you know i don't i don't know if you know podcast suggestion algorithms or some garbage like that uh is like location based because um strangely most of the geographic listeners are coming from like the northern virginia area um primarily mostly in virginia and then um uh, some in maryland but uh yeah and it can't all be me. I don't think so. I mean, I, I do, I do re-listen to some of the episodes just because I, I like to reflect. But what on... if it is all you? It's no way, man. I mean, I'm in, I'm out in Reston. There's people out in Herndon, Alexandria, Falls Church, Woodbridge. Um, Maybe you have been sleepwalking and playing the podcast, going real far um, distances. You know. Yeah, I can just go into this. Uh, there's um, uh, apparently listeners in Rochester, New York. Um, there are listeners in Indian Head, Maryland, Fort Washington, Maryland. Um, obviously, Meadville. We got a lot of listeners in Meadville. I was the only one, you know. <laughs> Definitely was um, the only one. I can there's... guarantee that. Most of the population <laughs> there probably doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> um, and then... Um, I think I know where these are coming from, but I have uh, some or a single listener in Granada Hills, California, Los Angeles, California. Uh, I have a friend who just recently started doing a podcast. Uh, he's also using Anchor, um, but, you know, I plugged that and I was just like, hey, download this to give me a count or something. <laughs> um, and then someone from Roanoke, Texas. Yeehaw, right? Uh, I'm not sure who that is. <laughs> well regardless um yeah i just i just want to restate how um how exciting it is to to actually have people listening and it's um super cool if you actually give a shit about listening to us or or even if we're just um white noise to fill your ears while you drive or drone on work or something i don't i don't really or care the existential I'm, I'm crisis you're having that you need to fill up with audio yeah um <laughs> 51% in Apple Podcasts, uh, 36% in Overcast. More people should use oh, more people should use Overcast because Overcast is awesome. Uh, overwhelmingly iOS. I only use Spotify. 84% iPhone, 5% Mac, 5% iPad, 4% web, and uh, was it 2% other? Android doesn't even show up on this pie chart, which I think is kind of funny. Um, 3%... Android is not the easiest way to make a podcast. <laughs> 3% in Spotify, you should really not use that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. It's a real great way for us to get uh, demonetized since it's kind of a conflict of interest with Anchor and Spotify, but who knows? Are they actually listening? Um, yeah, it actually kind of saddens me to hear that, like, um, I've heard people say, oh, I've listened to a couple podcasts on Spotify, and it's like, that's not a podcast. Like, can I listen to it anywhere else? Like, um, no, I don't think so. It's not very, not very podcast like then. Uh, I was just reading the other day that, um, like the Obamas. Yeah, I was literally, news. yeah, I had heard about that. I was literally typing uh, it into Google to make sure that I was, uh, I was right about that. But yeah. I was so, I was so sad to hear about that. Cause like, I don't, cause I mean, I don't know. I, I, I could, I could believe at this point, you know, for eternity, but it's just, it's so easy to make a podcast. Like, you know, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, <laughs> but but like literally it's just audio you just open up a microphone and speak into this and you know you do a little hosting you do this that click a couple buttons you got a podcast and uh i don't that's cool congrats to the Spotify exclusive obama podcast rip um but yeah i mean uh once more it's cool to connect with people uh if you would like to connect with us we have a twitter underscore shit i don't know what it is <laughs> Uh, I think it's at underscore trivial matters or but I don't know you use it not me I know I know um it's um wait we're, we're getting there wait I'll just do it on my phone one sec good, good podcast content yes yes underscore trivial matters um I'll, I'll I mean I'll put that in show notes or whatever as well um listenership how to get in contact with us done cod mobile beta do you just want to do a list uh it's up to you well yeah a lot of information on the cod mobile beta it looked really interesting i mean you know i'm i'm still very dubious of mobile gaming um oh, i would yeah, love to see, I, I would love to see mobile gaming flourish um you know in a way that is actually like not terrible uh because i know mobile gaming these days is like it's it's terrible it's terrible because it's it's just like it's, a microtransaction hellscape yeah it just it feels like bringing casinos to little children um because it's like hey this game is free we've got you sucked in crack the first dose is free now buy these gems for an obscene amount of money which is too bad because there's legitimately good games out there that have systems that are just ruining the games well yeah like certainly like um i mean i know i know you know I, I know you you probably won't approve of this, but um, I, I did play Supercell's Clash Royale for a while, which, you know, was in a similar vein of, like, pay-to-win type thing. Uh, oh, I mean, those games I've played that have had certainly those systems. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely... You can definitely progress naturally in that game, and there is some skill involved. But you know, it, at the end of the day, it is like, uh, you know, how strong are your cards are, which depends on how much how upgraded they can be, which depends on how much money you spend. So you can always get um, matched up with people who, you know, arguably don't deserve to be there because they've spent so much money. And I've actually tried at one point playing Clash Royale as if it was like a, almost like a subscription type game. Like I've played, uh, you know, I played World of Warcraft before, which is like $15 a month. So uh, I've tried doing, I've tried playing Clash Royale before for like one or two months where I invested in an equal amount of money. So I, bought like $15 worth of gems and um I tried to like restructure the game in such a way that like um you didn't ever have to wait so I never like bought cards 
for example, but like you'd play in these matches and when you won matches, you got chests. Um, and normally you open a chest and it takes like four hours. So you have to wait four hours, come back and proceed onwards. So the way that I perceived it, if it, if it was like a subscription type game is that every time you opened a chest, you would like use the gems, which, you know, cost real world money and they would open up more or less immediately. So it became a game that you could more or less play endlessly because you got chests as you won and then you could open those chests. So there's really no downtime to wait. And um, surprisingly like $15 worth of gems went a, you know, a decent, um, went a decent amount. Uh, I didn't play like super hardcore. So I think the $15 lasted me like, you know, almost the whole month or maybe like three weeks or something. Um, So, you know, it's it's an interesting angle, but still, you have you still have that like um, effect of people who spend like an obscene amount of money and are like more powerful than you because like you can't really control that because their cards are overpowered and I I don't know. But anyways, mobile gaming I'd love to see you know flourish. So I was really interested to hear about uh, COD Mobile and like they kind of announced it a couple months back and then like a couple weeks ago. There was an article on nine to five about like the cod mobile beta which i thought i signed up for like months back when they announced it but i mean i haven't gotten any information regarding playing in the beta and um i mean i haven't done any further research of like gameplay or whatever but you know it's, it's a quality game so it's probably not going to be shitty who knows i mean i'm sure it'll run well but i feel like again trying to control on mobile devices for a first person shooter is going to be not fun yeah well i mean i think i think um we've made some considerable or apple's made some considerable progress with just the past couple week with wwdc coming around and they announced literal game controller support for dualshock 4 and xbox one controllers like that's that's crazy and i mean it's obviously well timed because apple's planning on launching a game subscription service which Mm -hmm. i'm super interested in um because uh it's it's probably going to be super expensive and the games will probably be interesting because you know they're planning on getting like a bunch of different indie developers but um you know I'd, I'd like to see that the the promise of like gaming coming to mobile and not only mobile like they're trying to do like a cross-platform thing like um app uh, it's called apple arcade and it's supposed to be like on ios uh now ipad os um tv os mac os so it'd be super cool to like you know, pick start a game on your iPhone and start playing it, but then being able to transfer that over to your Mac or even like your Apple TV because like mm-hmm. your Apple TV is kind of like a console. Yeah, um, it can be purposed as one, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, mobile gaming. We'll see how uh, COD Mobile Beta turns out. Uh, have you? Pl- <laughs> no, you probably haven't played any uh, Black Ops lately. I don't even have a TV in this room yet, so I need to kind of solve that. Um, oh, I would... you you left that TV in Pennsylvania, right? Uh, my parents took it, so now it's in New York. But yeah, Sorry, I need a TV here. I I would like to hop back on on Black Black Ops Four at some point, um, because I do kind of miss playing it. I mean, I was getting a little sick of it. Um, I think I burnt out a little bit on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, from playing it so much, I got to like fifth or sixth prestige, and I think I burnt burnt out a little bit. Um, but I definitely wouldn't mind playing it more, especially because in all actuality, I mean, there's not that much time left in its span. There's, what, five months mm-hmm. before Modern Warfare reboot comes out. Um, so I would definitely like to uh, actually play more Black Ops 4 before its run is kind of done for. 
Is there literally no TV you can play on, or what? There is one up here um, that I could connect it to in like the living room area that's in the upstairs. But like, yeah, they're also watching TV often downstairs, so like, there's a big sound conflict. Um, so it's very mm. annoying. Well, you have the headset, don't you? Yeah, but it doesn't block sound super well. And also, honestly, like in all actuality, like I've been doing a lot of different things while I've been down here with Carolyn. So, like, I really yeah. haven't had much time to play PS4. I feel you. Um, but I'm actually thinking maybe at some point I will hook up the PS4 since I'm like home alone these few days. Well, not totally home alone, um, but Carolyn's not here. So, like, I might, you know, hook up the PS4 in that room and actually play some Call of Duty or and see how well it works on this internet. Um, or at least just play something on my PS4 since I haven't gotten to do that as yeah. of recent. But yeah, I haven't really had that much time in all actuality. So mm-hmm. all I've really been doing is watching stuff on my MacBook. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, A-list? Yeah, A-list. All right. So uh, we got A-list. That AMC A-list. Not Cinemark A-list, because Cinemark is a destructive corporation that won't give me a good subscription service. Oh, I thought thought Cinemark actually announced something called A-list, which would have been hilarious. I wish they would announce a subscription service, because their theaters are nicer but you know yeah you were telling me that they're like headquartered in texas or something like yeah that. they're headquartered Dallas. in uh plano i think plano um, okay and just the cinemark theaters here are just so nice i went to one yesterday because i wanted to see mm-hmm. i wanted to go see godzilla because i still keep yeah. cinemark movie rewards which is kind of just like bull bullshit compared to a-list because like <laughs> okay it's nine dollars a month and you just get okay. one movie ticket Huh. And it doesn't cover every single format. It only covers like a normal 2D movie. So you have to pay the uh, difference for like Cinemark XD or any other premium uh, format or 3D, not that I yeah. can do 3D movies. Or you need to like, um, uh, you get like 20% off concessions, which is, which is nice. But like, that's like all it is. 20% off a lot of fucking money. I mean, it does definitely make a considerable difference to have that 20% off. Like, yeah. it definitely does, but, like, uh-huh. it's just, like, so inferior to A-List. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like, A-List, uh, you know, on top, or aside from the super awesome uh, seeing a lot of movies, uh, in terms of concession discounts, they give you, like, some free upcharge or something, which doesn't really amount to much. I think... Um, uh, we've done like the like popcorn large popcorn drink deal and i think it saves like a buck 50 but it still comes out it's like a buck 50 off 15 dollars so it's like a huge it's still a huge yeah. amount of money um it's bad and wait, I mean, d- does a list cost more where you are um you yes yeah, yeah mine's yes. 19.99 a month for texas okay so for us it's um us it's 21.95 for that's still not bad i think i think it's 21 i think it's 2195 for like all but like four different states which are like california new york state massachusetts and like new jersey um so i mean we just we just paid for the all you can see or whatever for like it's i think it's 24 bucks or 25 dollars or something mm-hmm. um just because i don't i mean i don't know how easy it is to switch different tiers because, like, I know that uh, I'm planning to go see a friend in Boston at some point. You know, I'll be up in New York at various points in time. So, um, you know, just not having to deal with switching between those. But, you know, it's probably pretty straightforward because it seems like 
the A-list experience has been pretty spot on. Uh, I know yeah. you've told me about like the whole cancellation stuff and it's been pretty straightforward. Yeah, you cancel a movie, you instantly get the reservation back. <clears throat> yeah, that's cool because um, I know we we haven't dealt with that, but um, the, the really the biggest um, pain for us, I feel like, is, you know, since we both pay for A-list, um, uh, since we both pay for A-list, we like to you know see movies together typically um but we mm-hmm. each we each have to like individually book our tickets yeah so... i would say that's the only thing that i find pretty stupid is that that like i you literally i'll just like i'll like grab carolyn's phone and i'll just do them both at the same time <laughs> yeah like i mean i don't know how they could streamline this i guess if you could if you were like friends with people you could like book on behalf of them or something or whatever yeah how the best way is because they definitely want it to be going through each individual like account and yeah identification and all that stuff yeah because like box numbers and some crap like that um actually uh in all the movies that we've seen so far we've seen uh five movies so far uh only one theater id'd us that was um the the one in the mall which the mall the mall one's like super inferior the um there's like very select theaters that are um that have like the nice seats um we saw we saw rocket man just like you did in um what is it dolby cinema or whatever yeah uh that was that was really awesome um i i, I, I you know it seemed i mean that kind of worked out conveniently for us but I mean, we didn't plan that but it was a good movie to see in uh whatever dolby thing because like it's like super loud and the audio sounds really nice yeah um and the seats were really nice too. Um, mm-hmm. Those are by far the nicest seats that I've had in an AMC theater were the Dolby ones. I think they really try to like keep those those theaters in really good shape since it I, is like the premium format. I guess I don't have many complaints about seats past like recliners. Like once the recliners, I'm pretty content with the type of seat. Like it's more like little picky things. Like some of the theaters that I go to have like those weird little trays that can't really move out of the way. But I mean, yeah. Well, I gotta say for like. Um, when I went to Cinemark yesterday, like the theater seats were so much nicer than AMC theaters. Well, can can you? I mean, can you like try to put to words like I, I'm they were just to, like, like these really cushy, nice leather seats. They're very okay. like spacious. They're just yeah. like really comfortable. And sure. some of the the recliners that I've had at AMC, they're fine, but just like they're like just a little bit better at Cinemark. Hmm. Just like a little bit more comfortable. All right. Um. <clears throat> They were just like these really like cozy seats, um, but then like the seats that I've had that were not recliners, the IMAX theater doesn't have them at the AMC, and mm-hmm. there's like at least there's like thirty screens at AMC theater that I go to. Yeah, like at least ten of them, I'm pretty sure, don't have recliners, and those seats are garbage. <laughs> they're just oh, like yeah, you like you like sink into them and just like sweat because they're like super leathery, and it's like oh. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, not they're fun. not they're not recliners, but they're leathery. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Hmm. I don't really yeah. know why they don't just refurbish them and just make them recliners. They probably can in this ritzy ass area. But yeah, I mean, I can't remember the. Actually, I think I was seeing Captain Marvel uh, when I saw uh, when I went to like a non recliner theater or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I just tried not to go to theaters anymore that have non-recliners i mean if if you don't have that luxury then obviously i mean it makes me not want to go to imax anymore because like they don't have recliners so i'm just like i'm good all right i would rather just do dolby than do imax because 
I'm just like, and a lot of movies that are put in IMAX aren't even real IMAX movies. They weren't shot with IMAX cameras. They're just like, they just like format it for IMAX. And like, yeah, it's yeah, kind of just a scam. It's like a yeah, I know we've talked about that before. Um, whereas the Dolby experience of movies being converted for Dolby and being projected through Dolby are definitely better than the fake IMAX situation of like just being converted to IMAX. Yeah. Um, but like something like Avengers Endgame was shot entirely with an IMAX digital camera, so like it yeah. actually makes sense to go see it in IMAX. But most movies, that is not the case. Mm. Like they're pushing the new X Men movie, Dark Phoenix, to be like seen it, see it in IMAX, but like. Literally not a lick of it was shot with an IMAX camera. Not one <laughs> not one scene was shot with an IMAX camera. Okay. Um, nor, I think, for the new Spider-Man movie coming out, I think it's the same thing. And they're like, go see it in IMAX. But it's like, actually, don't. Because none of it was actually shot in IMAX. Hmm. So you're better off seeing it in, like, Dolby, I would say. Because of the sound quality, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, A-List is uh, it's pretty great. Well, we haven't even, like, gotten into that. Um yeah, I mean, uh, we we did talk about the price. You you pay twenty bucks a month. I there and yeah. then, uh, I think in other places, uh, you know, for us, I think I think I said twenty twenty one ninety five and like twenty four ninety nine or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but even still, like, uh, is it, it our tickets are like our ticket prices expensive where you are? Like, do you know how much a ticket would normally cost at AMC? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it depends on what time you go, but for Dolby, it definitely it's like around like twelve or thirteen bucks. Oh, um, and oh. as far as like normal format, it seems to be around seven to. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I think theaters are pretty inexpensive around here. Yeah, um, um, that's I think just Texas and a lot of things being more inexpensive down here. Honestly, I'm trying to remember. Um, I when we saw Rocket Man, which we did, we saw in the Dolby thing. I think it was like twenty bucks for a ticket. Holy! Um, and I that's and insanity. Like we we saw yesterday, we saw the Secret Life of Pets two. Uh, which by the way, your uh, risky call about. Uh, Secret Life of Pets 2 being better than what other movie did you say? I forgot. Oh, not better. I think it's going to make more money. Make more, yeah, make more money than, than Dark Phoenix. Dark, oh, I don't know, man. Like, because Secret Life of Pets 2, it was it was bad. I mean, you know, we, we can get more into that later. But um, what, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, the standard ticket for Secret Life of Pets, I think, was like thirteen or fourteen ninety five. Oh, um, so I was. Yeah, like, I'm not surprised ticket prices are more upcharged. Which that's why it's crazy for me because like A list, literally they just don't even care if you go see it in Dolby or IMAX. They don't even upcharge you. So, like, you're saving, like, a ton of money for yeah. Dolby. Uh, it's crazy, like, the amount of value you can get out of uh, A-List. Because it's, like, you see two movies, and you've already, like, paid for... At least for me, I've seen two movies, and I've, like, paid for the month of A-List. So, I could see it as much as, like, 12 times. Um, and I only need to see it, like, twice for it to pay off. Are you, are you still there? Yes. Okay. I am. <laughs> um yeah so um it's it's interesting because like it feels like the threshold to like buy into the system is super low that there's no way that these guys are profiting maybe they're subsidizing the cost to like just get user base or something um but um i I mean i don't expect them to raise the cost substantially because i feel like that would be a really bad move yeah i them. Um, they already have like over eight hundred thousand subscribers, apparently. Jeez. So like, it's clearly working out in their favor. I just I wonder if they're losing a lot of money from it, but I kind of am leaning towards no because I'm sure they get people on those concessions, and it 
makes them plenty of money. <laughs> they definitely got us on concessions for like the first weekend that we did it because you know it's. Uh, I I feel like on the one hand, like we did spend a lot on the first weekend, but like with with the combination of us being on diets and trying to be mindful of what we eat on top of the fact that like it cost a shit ton of money for concessions we like tried to be more mindful and like buy things less often um so and i think it also when you go to the movie more when you go to the movie theaters more often it kind of normalizes like the experience of going to a movie theater so it becomes less special i guess because like you i used to go when i uh it used to be the case that when i go to the movie theaters uh, it was like special because I didn't go very often and I would like buy some super unhealthy snack or whatever. But now that I do it like three times a week, um, I feel like that's less of the case. You know, I might. Bro, you got to get a large popcorn every single time. Well, as I was saying, I, I might be in the like minority here where a lot of people are just like, oh, movie must buy popcorn, eat a lot of popcorn or whatever. But um, I would say I do get pr- popcorn still pretty often. Yeah. I but mean, like I've definitely tried to get much smaller sizes because like getting a large popcorn like by the time i'm like getting towards the end of eating that and usually like it's me and carolyn sharing it and i'm just yeah. like bro why am i still eating this large popcorn i think is that we, we got that down i think it's like 700 calories or something um, which you would expect worse but yeah really um for how much is in there like yeah. you would expect it to be worse but like no me and carolyn have definitely gone down to like just getting like the regular sized popcorn at amc yeah i know like the largest is like oh way too much dude i think i think literally every time we've gotten a large popcorn we don't finish it so <laughs> i just but the thing is like i'm just sitting there in the movie and i'm just like eating it with audio and thinking i'm just like doing it you know yeah. so it just it goes away like i it's always gone at the end because like i just keep eating it without even really thinking about it definitely popcorn's not a bad option in terms of like calories because like i used to get those uh chocolate covered cookie dough bites which are like 500 for a box yeah, no. So the bad what, thing is when you get a 530 calorie bag of Sour Patch Kids, like I did yesterday. Ooh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it was, but it was a bad idea. Um, but yeah, um, uh, we we got we got a list because you know we're we're not big uh, movie people, or at least prior to this we weren't. Um, but you know we like to go see movies every every so often, and it seems like a lot of good movies are coming out in like the coming weeks or months that yeah, will. That's yeah, when, that's when the movies come out. Is that, is that how it works? It's usually summer and fall tend okay. to have the biggest movie releases because fall is like when they try to make the Oscar push for a lot of movies. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's also nice um, to have a list because you because it's uh, as you said, it's so flexible. You can literally see any format, and you get so many for a week that like because like for us, you know, we we both have full time jobs, and somehow we manage to like not have any time, so. Normally we go to see movies on the weekends and like three movies in a weekend. Like that's more than enough for us. Like uh, yesterday we saw um, secret life of pets, but I feel like that one, I was just kind of dragging myself too because like, I just felt like I wanted to get value out of this. Like, Oh, you know, I, I've only seen one movie this week, so I I have to at least see a second one. And um, you know, they didn't get us on concessions because we didn't get anything, but like uh, for, for both of us, like we didn't really enjoy secret life of pets. Like I'm not huge into um, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not I'm not discriminatory against like animated films, but you know this is like by Illumination, so it's not like it's not Pixar or Disney or whatever. Um, and I didn't even see the first one, so 
I didn't really have any context, but I don't think there was any, like, I don't think there's any continuity with that. I think they had, like, similar characters in them. They literally changed the voice for one of the characters because the main character was voiced by Louis C.K., but, you know, things happened. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the main character in this one, uh, he sounded like... Um, I think it's Patton Oswalt. I don't know who Patton Oswalt is, but he's, like, that nerdy guy. Um, I'm trying to think, of, like, what, what big roles he's played. Uh, he was in that in, sitcom in... King of Queens. Yes, yeah, he, yeah, Jane. that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and he's like a stand-up comedian. Yeah, you know? um, but um, wow, that was perfect. I was like, I knew exactly who you're talking about now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I was kind of sleep deprived. I've been sleep deprived all week, but uh, I fell asleep during the movie. Um, and Sarah, who typically enjoys watching animated movies, um, she said that she was like waiting for the movie to end at this point. Uh, I, I think the movie was like an hour and 25 minutes long and at one point she checked her watch and she was like oh god there's there's only an hour I've only been through an hour or no she said there's only an hour sorry let me try this again you having a stroke? <laughs> um, yeah Sarah didn't really enjoy the film because like uh, you know I fell asleep and at one point she looked at her watch and said oh my god there's still an hour left of this movie <laughs> Um, so, oh my god it's so short that's how bad all right so um you know uh, i think uh, in general it, it, we don't we didn't give it high high remarks um you know, i couldn't okay i wasn't planning on seeing it anyway i don't know uh something about my perception of movies i guess i, I need to like reframe that because like i know they were showing like Brightburn or Book and Booksmart or other movies. Yeah, that's like, what you should have gone and seen. You definitely like, should have seen either of those. Well, like the thing, the, yeah, I, I I agree in hindsight, but like I feel for some reason I felt like going to see an animated film was like a safer pick because like there could be so many different bad movies that are not animated. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm sure the animated one is like decent or just adequate at least. But like, yeah, but you should have just went and saw Booksmart. I heard it wasn't really that good. You know, I mean, Kevin Hart was in it, so it was super funny, right? <laughs> there, there's a thing at the end of the movie where he does um, pandas, which is it was kind of cringy actually. But um, I've decided I'm gonna go see Secret Life of Pets too. Pen, 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 pen. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna go see Secret Life of Pets too. It's probably it's not even with a list. Yeah, it's it's probably a smart move. You know what? You know what else? You, I mean, that that's the other thing. It's nice that with a list, um, it's more than what most people would see. So you can you can be more uh, liberal and like choose to see a particular, not liberal. What's what's a better word? You can be more. Uh, I don't know, carefree and pick a movie that you that may or may not be good and you'll probably be disappointed at the end of it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, so far, all, pretty much all the movies I've seen um, in theaters with A-List, none of them I have hated just outright. There's been a few that have been okay, but then there's been a few that have been great. So, like, so far, it's been pretty good for me. Oh, uh, yeah. We hated The Hustle. Like, it yeah, was, but I already it knew was, was so bad. bad. So we're good. Like, it, I wasn't gonna... it was... <laughs> Like, I mean, just spoilers, but, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care about spoiling this movie. This movie was so... Terrible. I don't think anyone's seeing it anyway. Like, no, it's just, like, I, I don't understand what they were trying to do. Because, like, this movie was supposed to be about, like, well, I mean, I thought... I thought this movie was, like, about how, I don't know, women are somehow stifled and they're, like, trying to get their whatever by manipulating men and scamming people. And they did that for, like, the longest time. But, like, at the end of the movie, it turned out there was this dude 
that they were like fighting over for and he was a scammer and like they basically wired him like a million dollars and they were just like we just got scammed by a guy and then at the end of the movie he comes back and he's like wow i'm such a great scammer you guys are such great scammers let's run this ring together but i'll leave that so it's like this movie where it's trying to like empower women i think i don't really know but then at the end there's like this guy at the end who's like the kingpin or something hey man i really wanted to see this movie so i'm really disappointed that you're doing this also just like rebel wilson it's just like her act is just so tired and just like yeah it's, it's almost like you know doing a disservice to like fat people like i don't know like she I, I don't like her bit where she's just like, oh, I'm so fat. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, right? I think it got played so out fat. after, like, yeah. the first Pitch Perfect, you know? <sighs> if you want to see a movie that is actually feminist and not cringy, you should have saw Booksmart. It made me so angry, Jesse. You, like, should, you should really go see Booksmart. Seeing the hustle made me angry that I wasted my... Like, I, I know I know this is, like, a common experience for, for, you know, for everyone who sees a movie that they, like, want their time back. But, like, I think this is the first time where I felt like I really want my time back. Like, that was such a waste of time. I was so disappointed. Just go see Booksmart, okay? Um, Don't make this mistake again. Go see the movies that I recommend. Then you, then you won't be sad. You know. What did What did we see? What was the first movie we saw? Um, oh, I think the first movie we saw was The Hustle, and then we saw, then we saw Aladdin. I still got to see Aladdin. I haven't done. Oh, that and yet. then we saw and we saw Long Shot. Um, Long yeah. Shot's good. Long Shot was a good. Time. Uh, I think yeah, we saw it in that order, and I think um, it got progressively better. Like uh, Aladdin wasn't terrible. We, we definitely liked it a lot. Um, but I think Long Shot of those three films we saw last weekend was definitely the best. Yeah, it's a good um, movie. It's a really solid comedy. But Booksmart's even funnier. So all right, all right. Booksmart. We'll we'll see it. Maybe. I don't know. Um we, we have three we have three more movies now at this point. So um wow, I just got I just so mad. I was so so upset with that movie. That's too bad because uh it's probably gonna win Best Picture. <laughs> I can project these things, you know? Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to really talk about with A-List? It's a I great think, little subscription service. Highly recommend. Um, Great, great, great service. Eight out of eight. AMC app, would, pretty solid. Would pay, pay, would pay for again. Yeah, Um, I mean, the the, the experience using the service is, is you know, it's fine. Um, you got, they got an app. You can do it online or whatever get tickets scan your thing yeah no it's definitely pretty well set up it's definitely better than the cinemark app gotta say bring your id i mean we don't have any well we have like two cinemarks near us and we have like literally a bunch of all of the theaters here are cinemarks hmm. they're just everywhere um there's substantially less amcs i'm hoping that it doesn't come to the point where i move anywhere in this area where it's just like too far from an amc i hope that doesn't happen or at least the one that has a dolby <laughs> So, yeah. So, I hope that I will still be near it. It's too bad you can't you can't pet this kitten that's near me. You know. Oh, how, how old's the kitten now? Well, there's two kittens here now. What do you what? What happened, Jess? Um, she was helping. We drove like two hours away to help foster some cats that were going to get euthanized. Um. And three of them, Carolyn got sick, so she has like a friend who who runs a rescue here. Yeah. So she ended up taking the three. They were they were like semi feral cats, so okay. she took them. But the one that wasn't feral, they were literally just getting euthanized because he was scrawny and tiny. And they did <laughs> not have space. It was pretty ridiculous. 
Um, we were on the fence about just keeping it, and now we're probably just keeping it. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's very noble of you guys. Because it's a it's a really nice cat and popcorn, and this cat's name is Wally. They they get along really well. So that's cute. Well, it's what named it Wally to... because of uh, Finding Nemo, P. Sherman, Wall Forty Two, Wallaby Way, or whatever. So it's named wow. after Sherman, our other cat <laughs> who passed away. I I literally didn't follow that because, like you said, Finding Nemo, and I just immediately thought Disney, and I was like, isn't there a Disney movie called, or no, that's Pixar? I don't know, Wally, like the movie Wally. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we just call him Wally for short because Wallaby that's... is kind of long, so he's actually named Wally. But that's funny. That's cool, man. Yeah, and then popcorn um, is also named after Sherman, technically, because uh, Sherman would consistently beg for popcorn when we had popcorn. Did you did you bring Benny to see Rocket Man? No, he wasn't one of the Jets. Sorry, sad. He also wasn't the Benny at the movie. They wouldn't let him in, you know, discrimination because he's a black cat. Oh, uh, well. Uh, Guess that's pretty much it. Yeah, true. Um, do you want to commit to any sort of schedule for this? Oh God, I have no idea. It's just weird right now because I don't really have a schedule right now. So like, yeah, I just randomly do things. Right. But I mean, I would say there's a pretty good chance I could record something next week if we have enough to talk about. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, I was saying like, uh, you know, probably like two every two at least every two well sorry every two weeks at least yeah i would Um, imagine that's certainly plausible for me to do i can't see how it wouldn't be and i mean once i have more of a set schedule it'll be easier to like very much this is a firm time that i'm doing things when i don't have a set schedule though my life is just all over the place um all right well uh i probably shouldn't hold you much longer uh, when's the film uh 7 30 i'm probably gonna just like grab some food and then go because it's like a 20 30 minute drive depending on traffic 7 30 it's 6 15 right now yeah where i am at 6 15 probably just gonna like go to mcdonald's or something because it's cheap <laughs> time zones are crazy man wait so the amc you go to they id you you know, uh, it seems that only one person who's at the ticket thing seems to actually ID. No one else has. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Only one guy ever has. Everyone else just scans it. Like, I'll have my ID out, and then they just don't even, like, like I don't even show it to them unless they ask. But I'll, like, have it out ready, and they just yeah. scan it, and then they're just like, no, oh, it's over there, your theater. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because, like, a lot of people who work at the theaters are, like, you know, high school children or something that they probably don't even care. They're just, they're just scanning things and just like, all right, here you go. The only person who has ever checked is there's someone who is an adult who actually has checked my ID. Oh yeah. Like Mm -hmm. every other person has definitely been like teenagers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, they don't, they don't seem to actually care, which I mean, in all actuality, like, when you have to literally steal someone's phone, like how does that even work? Like, well, I think, well, I think what AMC was trying to curb was, like, having a shared plan and, like, you know, someone buying a ticket and then going there trying to, like, see the movie, but not them. Like, if, if you bought a ticket mm-hmm. or if you had... So someone who's yeah. not paying for A-list and their friend yeah. is like, yeah, you can use it. Right, yeah. Because like, you could uh, also, like, forward them the email or something with the barcode. Yeah, well, because it's, like... I mean, I, I kind of get that because, like, who you know, there's always, like, a degree of freedom where, like, you find someone who doesn't pay for Netflix and it's like, who pays for these Netflix accounts? Because, like, I feel like every person that I know doesn't pay for Netflix and they just know someone who has a Netflix login. Um, so, 
like maybe they're trying to um curb that or something am i yeah i'm still on the call um but i, I don't know yeah but i just feel like people abusing amc a list letting their friends use it probably isn't happening very often in the first place yeah i mean probably not but you know yeah. <laughs> hey, all right probably go so i can yeah food i don't want, I don't, I don't want to hold you any longer sir you can Enjoy embrace me anytime you want I expect to hear uh, your uh, episode 11 of Infinite Jest, where you talk about how great Dark Phoenix is. Hey, I hope I actually like it, but I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> don't, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. I mean, All right, oh. sir. You have a good day now. All right, sir. Don't good do drugs. Stay in school. Evening. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>